I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so um, right, so so basically the fanboys, we're going to that's, that. that's us, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm start. Who are they? Fanboys, <laughs> um, we've been fanboying up now for God knows how many years on social media. Um, mm. In our group of three and it just seems to make sense that instead of just texting and typing all the time at each other about how cool or how crap something was let's discuss and why not discuss sure. it and share it with other people so that's why we're that sounds here great. So, sounds cool introductions and backgrounds for anyone who's interested well um okay as i've already alluded to we've all known each other for a while i've known uh paul for oof, 20 years? A bit more than that, I would have thought. I think so. TNT, TNT was probably about 22, 23, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. It, it's it's around 20 years, give or take uh, a year for good mm. luck. And yeah. God, the stories we could tell you, Alex. But turn your hair white. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Alex has got hair. Oh, it's, it's, already, it's already white. You need, you need exactly. to turn it white. Um, and of course, uh, I've known Alex mm. for over 10 years now just over 10 years since uh, we've worked at the same place and we all share a love of star wars more than anything else i think star wars star trek and, and most science fiction mm. indeed so i'm an avid i'm also an avid video game fanatic and have been gaming since oof or since before you were born probably uh, <laughs> 1978 so Paul, give us a little background of your likes, hates, gaming habits. Uh, just... Me with gaming, I, well, like I just said to you before, I was just playing Green Beret. <laughs> so I like my retro stuff. Yep. Uh, mm. And I love sci-fi, massive Star Wars, but I like my classic sci-fis as well, 1950s plus. Okay, which ironically we're going to be discussing in a little while as well. Um, Indeed, yeah. And I like my re anything retro, but I also like modern games as well. But obviously, my eyesight's not very good, so it's very hard these days. And retros seems to be the way forward for my eyes. <laughs> Alex, over to you. No? Okay, Mister. Yes, Alex, tell us about your uh, loves and hates and habits. Keeping it clean. Of gaming and 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 sci-fi movies. I can remember like gaming, uh, my first ever gaming experience was back in 78 with my sister, I think that the mm -hmm. console pop pong. Um, oh yeah, I had one of those. Pong. <laughs> but, but I've been gaming ever since then and um, I my, my first love of sci-fi was going to see Star Wars in, in 78 with my grandma in Bournemouth. But I've been loving Star Wars ever since then, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same with Paul. Love anything that's retro than than modern, but I can I can adapt to it. But yeah, I love anything I think that's sci-fi. You're, you're more addicted to Grand Theft Auto, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, and so is yeah. Dennis now, right? <laughs> Tears, I dabble. 
I don't know, definitely. <laughs> okay, okay. But, uh, <laughs> well, they put the new heist out, so there's no need to grind money all the time now. So, no, it's, uh, it's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really easy to make millions and millions mm. of dollars. So, uh, so mm. the drive so, has kind of gone a little bit for me, but I'll still come in and play and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, Rockstar games for that. Yeah. And Alex, didn't we work out recently that your total combined playtime is the equivalent of playing for a year non-stop, 24-7? Roughly, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Two years, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think it's something like 1,600 or 16,000 hours. It's ridiculously high. I think it's 16,500 hours. It's sort of impressive in a funny way, isn't it? It's scary, isn't it, really? Yeah. I think ever since Dennis like like sort of like recommended me to buying the game, I haven't stopped playing it ever since then. So, yeah, his wife wants to kill yeah. me. <laughs> Literally, she's, she's she, can that, she can do that. She can do that within Grand Theft. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's, let's get her in game. No, That'll no, be yeah. fantastic. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll be for it very quickly. I, I actually saw Star Wars in the ABC in Exeter. I don't. You probably don't know about that, do you? No, not really. I saw. I think I saw uh, Star Wars: A New Hope in in seventy eight in the eight in Western Oregon. Oh, right. Well, oh, the okay. ABC, the ABC in Exeter is the bookshop now. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, Waterstones. Yeah, that used to be the <laughs> ABC. Oh right, oh that's interesting. Now I saw yeah. mine in the Commodore Cinema in Orpington High Street again back in seventy eight, wow. and. Um, I forget who took me, but I think it was either my grandmother or well, my nan, or it might have even been my dad. But um, but yeah, I walked out of there a changed man. I can tell you. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. I saw it with my dad, and mm-hmm. uh, also seventy eight. <laughs> yep. And yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can remember it to this day because it was like a, a pro- one of the first father son moments that we mm-hmm. had because obviously dad was high up in his work and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. always stressed and that was a proper father-son moment that's stuck with me to now do you know i think you might be onto something there that rings true because i'm sure i mentioned or i've i've said to one of you guys that um i took jack my youngest to see episode one was it? i was there with you wasn't and i you you come along as well paul yeah mm-hmm. and um yeah that was like a, a sort of a generational thing i remember saying so i can yeah. remember a certain thing in that um in that when we went and saw that Mm-hmm. With a little 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 Jack suddenly piped up in the middle of the cinema, it scrolled up. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, the intro mm-hmm. crawl changed direction. Oh, Obviously, watched yeah. Star Wars, loads of Star Wars before that. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember him shouting that out in the cinema? He went, it scrolled up. <laughs> it was probably me actually. It was just like oh, they can't scroll it that way. That's wrong. It just goes against nature. But yeah, sound. But oh, I feel like seeing seeing Return of the Jedi, and then I never went to the cinema to see Star Wars until The Force Awakens, until with you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I missed the prequels at the cinema. I... I'll let you into a secret, Alex. You didn't miss much. Well, no, that's uh, probably why uh, I didn't go. <laughs> I, I can remember in I can remember when Yoda got his lightsaber out in episode two and started jumping around. The, the cinema went a little bit wild. I was with it, you then as well, Dennis. You, yeah, we were there, man. We were there all the time. But, and but yeah, in, it did in, erupt. I can remember in episode one, the Star Wars atmosphere was definitely not there in the cinema, was it? No. no I think everyone was, was a little, little subdued at the end of it. And they were like, yeah. 
What so was I, that? Um, yeah. Where's Star Wars? But, but in Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was in da- on Dagobah, and yeah. he had no energy. He's like when he's in 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 that movie, he's like he's drunk some Red Bull and he's jumping around with a lightsaber. It's done. <laughs> it's like he's done acid. <laughs> he he, he, he <laughs> life force. Yeah, he got yeah. a firecracker up his backside, but yeah, he, he certainly yeah. Uh, put on a hell of a show. And yeah. Yeah. he was only four hundred right. years old. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> Yeah, was he? I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> let's not even start on the Mandalorian. Let's save that for another time. Oh, yeah. Star Wars yeah. Because we'll be here all night. Um, yes. And most of the weekend, I imagine. Indeed. So, yeah. I'm rewatching per- that, actually. Oh, yeah? Oh, <laughs> yeah. fantastic. That's it. Series one. Oh, great. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, we're basically gathered here today to <laughs> discuss remakes yeah okay why 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 is hollywood fascinated with remaking movies and why does it go so well for some and absolutely abysmally bad for others um and we've all kind of brought to the table a couple of examples so go on i've got a couple as well i know you have yes i wrote down what you said so yeah you mentioned right at the beginning, before our technical troubles, that you like classic 1950s sci-fi. So it seems only fair that we're going to look at War of the Worlds from 1953. Okay. Uh, directed by Byron Gaskin, I believe. So Indeed. what do you love about it? Tell me about it. What's so great about War of the Worlds? That was because... I, I like it to start with because it was apparently a ground... Obviously, we weren't there at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a groundbreaking thing that people were actually very, very scared to go and see at the time. Um, there's things I like about it. There's things I don't like about it. Things I like about it is that, got to remember, we didn't have 4K or anything back then, so you couldn't see the fish while holding up the spaceships. <laughs> right? You could if you looked hard enough. Yeah. But, um, Flash uh, Gordon. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> But the special effects and stuff back then were very good, and and they, they did create a good story, loosely based around H.G. Wells. Very loosely based around the the original. That's true. Hence, what I I dislike the thing I really I really 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 want someone to do a decent proper H.G. Wells book, set in Victorian times movie. Oh, it's actually based on the book directly as opposed to the the atrocious bbc series we just recently had oh <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come back oh. to, we'll come back to the bbc series don't worry i'm sure we there's, there's more than that there's the, fox, there's the fox tv series as well yes there? there was and yes then, all and then the, the way back in 2000 no it wasn't 2005 it was 1988 to 1990 i believe that uh, yeah. the tv series originally ran and do you know what it wasn't that what? bad. Yeah, but you've got to forget about what it's actually based on and just that the fact that they've taken the title and that's all. Well, no, 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 no. See, the way I remember it, the only thing they took away from the original movie were the sound effects. That's true. The rest yeah. of it was just a, an all-new story because, you know, instead of the little ETs running around, they just had people. Yeah. They look like people now, so it but was... They, but, that was, but that was actually remade last, last year or the year before. And mm-hmm. it was on Fox TV, and they had like the mechanical dogs that they use in war now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those were the actual aliens, and it was atrocious. Yeah. It was made well. by Canada, and half of it was in French, and half of it was in English. Um, 
<laughs> the, and, uh, the, the less said about was, that, the better. Then. It was really, really bad. <laughs> okay. I watched it. All 22 episodes. Do you remember the uh, the original 19... Not remember it, the 1953 version, Alex, but uh, you are familiar with it, you've seen it, you grew up with it, maybe? I have, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Any takeaways from that film? I'm going, going away from that, but st- staying with War of the Worlds, I really liked Spielberg's War of the Worlds. I know... So you're the one. You liked it, but I think that the, the sort of like... The, the spaceships and the creatures coming up from the ground was was great filmmaking for me even though it's CGI but it looked pretty good on, on, yeah. on the screen okay yeah, that's fair enough so but the way I look at the Spielberg one is that it's a Tom Cruise survives everything for an hour and a half but it's, it's just him, on all of his films like that all Tom Cruise films isn't it even it's like that, that the samurai one when when he come when the the uh, ship comes up from underneath the ground and he's running away he's the only one not getting destroyed and he runs through buildings exactly. cars exactly. Yeah. yeah it's terrible <laughs> so Hollywood yeah, remade I, it in 2005 and Steven Spielberg was at the helm uh, ironically mm. because I believe he even admitted years prior to that um, gig that he used uh, the original alien design from 1953's version to inspire E.T. Um, mm-hmm. So it was interesting to see Spielberg back it, but it was, you're right, absolutely atrocious. Although the tripods were really good, weren't they? The, the mm. effects were fine. It's just yeah. the rest of it just didn't work. I don't know why. No. It just didn't... Something. Why didn't it work? You tell me. What was wrong with it? I think it was just like to to go into instead of using a a very decent story um, it was like they they had the bit at the start where they said they they had they wanted to take over the planet the bit at the end where the the germs destroyed them Uh and the rest in the middle was not War of the Worlds it was just a sci-fi film yeah yeah although they did try and pay homage to um you know the ironclad ship and all that sort of thing thunderchild yeah i did i did like that uh instead of being based on the book i think it was actually based on the 1953 film and an update of it because it okay. had the original actor and actress in there they were actually in the tom cruise film right right okay. so they played tom cruise's mother and father-in-law and that 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 was uh, the original actor and actress from the oh. 1953 film well, I consider myself edumacated. Um, <laughs> and of course, we can't really talk about War of the Worlds without mentioning Jeff Wayne. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the best version ever, isn't it? Isn't mm. it just absolutely yeah. phenomenal? Um, How many times do you listen to that? <laughs> you know, I've I, probably I, listened to that more than any other album in my entire life. Exactly. Uh, same as me. Yeah, I grew up with it on a 12-inch vinyl uh, cassettes for the car, CDs, uh, and now I of course a cassette you can just stream. Mine. Oh, Remember the, the cassette was like <laughs> <laughs> it was the old double cassette box, if memory serves. It's like a yeah, little square right. brick. But, mm, yeah, but it was, the, it was brilliant, wasn't it? David Essex and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, so iconic. So again, just finishing up with War of the Worlds, what went wrong with the BBC remake? Because that was set in sort of not quite Victorian no except more like World War One, wasn't it yeah I can't comment I have a question it's pre-World War One. you're not missing anything don't watch it Alex it's it's awful okay they they sort of your your recommendation 
Yeah. It's sort of okay-ish mm. on, on the first episode. Towards mm. the last episode, you, it's like they rushed like 15 episodes into into an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't get past episode one, I'm afraid. Mm. It was and that the, the, the switchbacks of time was awful. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did. Yeah. So... <laughs> Okay, so so we've got TV series dating from the late 80s up to, well, I think the last one was made in 99, but delayed before it was released. Um, and you mentioned that you'd like to see um, it remade in a movie based on the book more than anything else. But would you rather see uh, a remake of the book or an original version of the book or a sequel uh, no, I'd, to I'd, the original I'd, movie? I was going to mention this, right? Because one of my favourite books is obviously The War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells. But then there's my other favourite book is The Massacre of Mankind, which is the official sequel. Uh-huh. And it's abs- worth a read. It's absolutely brilliant. You could borrow okay. my book if you wanted. All right, um, you. But I would like to see a brand new, not based on anything, but starting from scratch of H.G. Wells' book. The right, okay. the right, not set in the future... Mm-hmm. When I say when I say future, I mean like now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd like it to be set in the Victorian times. Maybe have a homage <clears> to <throat> Jeff Wayne in it uh, with the music, <laughs> like beginning and end and stuff. But yeah, I think it would be amazing, and they could even make a trilogy at the first sort at the first book, really. Okay. <laughs> what do you and think? Then, Alex? And then, would you and watch then it? When successful, make make the Massacre of Mankind because it's absolutely brilliant. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Then, right. So, you also had uh, another one on your list, uh, Paul. Which my favourite film of all time. So, this is the day the Earth stood still. Yeah. Uh, from 1961. Mm-hmm. No, it's 1953. I think you'll find. Okay. But, it, but if you're talking about remakes, let's not get into the remake of that. Because that was all we've kind of got to. That's the rules, you see. Um, (laughs) Anyway, directed by Robert Wise. Um, One of the most iconic science fiction images is is Gort. Gort. Outside his ship. Um, Phenomenal, isn't it? It just inspired so much over the years. Um, Need I say Klaatu Brata and Nictu? Which and was used in another film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And unfortunately for us, um, it was remade in 2008 by Scott mm. Derrickson. So, with Keanu Reeves. Keanu yeah. Reeves and, dare I say, Jaden Smith, who I can't even remember seeing in there. It was that bad. But, mm. come on, tell me about it. Um, I first saw the first one because obviously you know my home cinema addiction. Mm-hmm. I've inherited that without knowing from my grandfather. My grandfather used to have a, a whole cine camera thing and cine films, and that was one of the first cine films he had with sound. And right. I sat down and watched it with him when I was probably about seven. Okay. And and it blew me away, and it absolutely blew me away. And um, to this day, I think it's absolutely brilliant. At the time... There was a lot of um, political messages in it. Yes. And, um, you know, against the Ruskies. Yep. Uh, apologies, and, you, you are 
semi-correct. It was actually 51, not 61. I'm just misread my own handwriting there, so I do apologise, but carry on. That's cool. Yeah, but I think that instead of, when they were thinking about the remake, instead of thinking of a decent remake, they used it as a political statement instead. Mm -hmm. And the remake was just pure environmentally friendly message. Gort was terrible. It looked like a cartoon of Danger Mouse. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, and, mm. and how the oh, hell is Gort? Yeah, how, how the hell is Gort about seventy foot tall? What's mm. that all about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was literally no redeeming feature in that movie. Not even Keanu Reeves could save it. Uh, it was just one of his no. usual deadpan performances. Well, and... He played Ted, didn't he? Basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Alex, you absolutely ruined a decent film. That one, it's terrible. Alex, you said don't mention this. You know the remake of of Stadia. Still, I think I I, I prefer for me. I prefer original movies. Uh, Remakes for me is like the next generation. What Hollywood want them to see? Patience. I'm not saying all 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 remakes are bad, but that one Mm -hmm. was bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I couldn't agree more. That one is bad. They're not all terrible, but that one is particularly bad. So, uh, let's have a look. Uh, what's next on my list? We've, we've decided Daily Earth still was atrocious um, as a remake. Uh, now, I've also got down here, Alex, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Mm. One of the <laughs> best zombie horror films of all time. Uh, from 1978, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it's a Romero classic. There's been many mm-hmm. movies in the Dead uh, series, mm-hmm. thankfully, because they're all brilliant. Um, I even liked yeah. the, the the last one. Um, many didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. So, again, Dawn of the Dead. What's so great about it that makes it a, a, an instant classic and a, and a film that shouldn't be interfered with? Well, I can remember, like going back into the early 80s you know watching uh horror movies like that with my sister going to the local yep. video library looking at the top shelf taking the <laughs> taking a movie out and watching it back at your house but uh, ever since then i've loved loved the movie yeah yeah still certain cuts in it like the dario argento version but um that that time will come one day but as one a remake the remake for me is, is quite close to the actual f- film by Romero. It's, it's yeah. a good make. Yeah, it, it was. It, it did, really did is. A, uh, yeah. I believe Zack Snyder did it. Yeah, it's very different to the sci-fi films of I was saying, where the remake was actually really, really good, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah, this, a, this as, is, as a standalone film, it would have been is, is up there. The well, it kind of was the standalone film, like you know, yeah. The, they kept the film within the shopping mall, like like Romero shot in the shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, there was plenty of um, homage paid to the original. Um, mm-hmm. You had some cameos in there from the original cast as well. So the that, that wasn't the music was the same. It probably was. Yeah. Who who yeah. was the music yeah. done by again, Alex? There's a goblin. The gob it is goblin. Yeah, I'm sure it's goblin. That sounds yeah, about I right. Think it is, yeah. And. Um, and they, yeah, that, they, that work was... with, they work with Dario Argento, and Dario Argento funded the movie mm-hmm. himself with, with Romero. So there is that wow. connection with the with the the, 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 the the movie score and and the help from the two um, famous, you know, Hollywood horror directors. 
Yes. Mm. So good. So good. You know, I recently rewatched Dawn of the Dead. I believe I even sent you guys a yeah. message saying that I was enjoying it. Um, and do you know what? Technically, it's atrocious. It's so bad compared to today's standards, the original uh, Romero movie. Uh, just just the camera work and, and, and the editing, it's all over the place, but it's so good. It, I think the bad camera work adds to the atmosphere of it being quite real. Sure. It does. It, it, it makes it more almost documentary. you fly on the mm. wall, if you like. Mm. I do love yeah. that style. It works so, so well. But, um, but yeah, I personally, I love... Uh, the remake from 2004. It was, uh, I love Fast mm. Zombies. It was gory. It was surprising. It was incredibly entertaining. But it took me a long uh, And shocking as well, because you got zombie babies. Oh my gosh, it was great. <laughs> but it, <laughs> yeah. How good was it? We need more of that. It took me a long time to work on it. We definitely do. There's not enough horror, is there? Mm. I, it, it put me off long, many years to wanting to watch the movie until you recommended it. I should go back and watch this. this it's it's this, so uh, good. Remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is brilliant. It's mm. so so good. In fact, I think one of the guys, uh, the hero from that movie, is one of the villains in the latest Discovery series. Okay, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Mm. I forget the character's <laughs> name because season three is atrocious. But he had a ponytail. That's, that's, what that, that's, a, whole new, that's a whole new episode. That that's is. a whole new episode. We'll save that for another <laughs> date. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on it. It was so bad. It was painful. I want. I want have, you the watched, la- have you watched the, every episode yeah, yet? Uh, I've watched it all. I've seen the end. And, uh, yeah. Like, oh, so- <sighs> I want my <laughs> life back. So it's like, how did it continue season four after that? Mm. Oh, I don't care. I really don't care. It lost me. It lost me so early in that one. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Um, yes, the original is fantastic. Mm. Yes, the remake is one of the few examples of how it should be done. Mm. Indeed. Based, based loosely on the original, but with enough changes and improvements to freshen it up and still make it interesting and terrifying at the same time. So, yeah, two thumbs up from me. I love Dawn of the Dead, all the versions of it that I've seen anyway. Do you think it was that good because they had so much of the original people involved with it? No, no. I just think that my philosophy is uh, directors grow up um, when they're young, they're watching these movies, they're being inspired and influenced by these films and TV shows. Yeah. And as they grow up and get into the business, the filmmaking business, they they have this notion that they are able to take perfection and improve on it yeah okay it's almost like a challenge many step up to the plate and have a go exactly not many can actually do it so i've got to admit zach snyder did he's had a few turkeys in his time but the majority of his work (laughs) is phenomenal um so and that's one of them that is just mind-blowing so i think that that's basically what happened we won't even discuss the works of ubol um, not yet. We could always save that for another time for yeah. uh, House of the Dead. And <laughs> uh, I've seen all three parts of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're the one who keeps funding in. And Stop and it! I own, you? I own two of them. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. God, what's the matter with you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead classic. That's uh, I'd say three thumbs up for me. Mm, me too. Three. That's <laughs> impressive. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's yours, Dennis? Right. Um, 
No, I'm okay. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Hi, Kerry. Oh. <laughs> popped in. Uh, right, so I'm bringing to the table this week The Thing. Yes. Nin- 1982's John Carpenter classic. Mm. It's Kurt a remake, Russell. though, isn't it? It is a remake. Itself yeah. a remake of The Thing from Another World. Again, another 1951 sci-fi classic. One of my favourites. Yeah. It's my problem. I can't... But your thing, you, your thing is the best. I never saw the original. I've never <laughs> seen it. I've seen John Carpenter. You've never seen the thing from another. Oh, no. mate, oh, you're Alex. in for a treat. For a black and white movie, it is terrifying. Okay, it's on it's, YouTube, so I'm sure you could watch it. Oh, I'm sure you could. It's hmm. up there with Face at the Window, one of the scariest black and white films of my childhood. Okay. Um, so yeah, the thing from another world, 1951. Uh, based on the novella Who Goes There, published in 1938 by John W. Campbell. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And and the good news is, in the last few years, they uncovered an additional 45 pages from that book. And really? it's, been re- it's been re-released under the name Frozen Hell. I've heard of that. I never I've heard about this, yeah. Isn't John Carpenter, yeah. isn't he producing it? He's actually going to produce, along with Blumhouse, mm. um, a movie version of Frozen Hell. Nice. So that's so, almost like a prequel to then. No, this is basically uh, you've got a short story mm-hmm. which was made into a fifties sci-fi story, which was then remade in the eighties into a modern sci-fi horror story. Yeah. Um, so technically, we're getting uh, an original adaption of the book as it should have been. Wow. Not an inter- Hollywood interpretation as such. So I'm very excited. I'm yeah. not going to hold my breath for it being any good because, let's be honest, the last thing movie wasn't the best. No. It wasn't bad. It no, was it's, good. It's the CGI that put it down. Exactly, which we'll get to. So 1982, John Carpenter releases this incredible piece of work which flopped badly but since became a cult classic. Um, what can I say? Practical effects. Yeah. Rob Bo- this Rob yeah, is yep. Rob Bottin's incredible work, which which pretty much broke the man. Mm. Um, it's incredible, incredible work he's done, and it's even, even today. I know the sculptures, the models, the the vision, the idea of it. It it it, it it's just gobsmacking. I really can't put into words how good this stuff mm. is. And in um, 4K, it works as well. Oh my gosh, the latest mm. arrow print is amazing. So, mm. uh, so yeah, the thing is phenomenal. Um, and yes, the I'm talking about the original 82 telling of the tale. So, it only mm. makes sense as we're talking about remakes that we kind of touch on the 2011 uh, Mathis van Helnigen, excuse <laughs> me if I pronounce that correctly, version. Um, yeah. Now, it's not a bad film. It stands on its own quite it's well. It's a prequel, isn't it? It's sort of a prequel retelling because it's virtually identical mm-hmm. um, in every way um, it's almost to the cult classic. Exactly. And it, it, it does a great job of tying the two films together and maintaining some of that mythos and, and, uh, and, and generating the atmosphere and the tension. But yeah, unfortunately, Alex, as you mentioned, the CGI this time really does not do uh, Rob Bottin's original work any justice whatsoever. No. So it's it looks just, cheap, doesn't it? 
It, it was, but the heartbreaking thing is, again, you look on YouTube, you can see they actually did practical effects for this film, and then the studio CGI'd over the top of them. Oh, and the practical God. effects weren't that bad. They were pretty good. They were pretty good. So why, oh why, oh why? I know, right? So the thing, Rob team out of like retirement, come back into this film and done his special effects. He would have done it as well. You think so? Oh, I don't yeah, know. I think he would. He's very proud know. of his work in that, isn't he? So, well, I'm very proud of his work. That that <laughs> that is one of uh, one of the very few films I watched five when I was far younger than I should be watching it. Um, that I had to walk <laughs> away from um, on my first viewing. Uh, the only other one was Alien. Um, oh. That that I'd, that freaked me out. I was probably about fourteen when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it the first time when it was shown on British television for the first time at something like eleven o'clock at night. And my dad let me stay up to watch it with a bit of persuasion. <laughs> but I tell you what, as soon as Ash got his head knocked off and there's milk squirting in every direction, I was gone. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was one of the most disturbing things I can remember yeah. from my childhood about watching horror films. <laughs> um, like you, Alex, I'd be down the local video store whether it was uh, radio rentals or blockbusters or whatever and, and sort of renting uh, or getting my nan to rent me the top shelf horror movies yeah. like Dawn of the Dead and, and the thing well, I can rent it. Uh, and so I did get to see it eventually but my uh, dad had a laser disc player so he used to get, go to specialist shops get laser discs and the old Philips laser disc machines Ah, oh, that's how I watched that. How I watched them because mm-hmm. the laser disc strange left when they came out laser discs weren't rated isn't that bizarre? Yeah. So I'd choose, a, I'd choose a laser disc and he wouldn't be able to say anything. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough then. So the thing, um, staying on point where we can, um, the original movie, as in the 1982 version, um, any fond memories? What makes it work so well? What, what was good about it for you guys that makes it sort of stick out as a, a classic? We'll have to do this in turn, Alex, I think. You go first. It's just one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Being, uh, yeah. up in the top 10. Okay. Oh, you're breaking up, Alex, there, mate. Sorry. Fair enough. Okay. We... I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, yeah, Alex, you've you've kind of lost connection, I think, again. It's gone gone horribly wrong. But, uh, but yeah, Paul... I, main thing, one thing, the f- things that hit me when I was watching the film is the best way to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the simple but amazing music. Oh Do-do-do. yes, yeah, it, it's literally Do-do-do. just a pulse, isn't it? It's a heartbeat, it's and a that's, pulse, yeah. and, and it subconsciously affects your own heartbeat, and and you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. when it gets to a scary bit, the beat's going faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bloom's artwork, I'm going to call it. Is okay. just in, in just amazing. Uh, the story of it, the acting is just amazing. Um, special effects for the time, unreal. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> unreal. Yeah. It's way ahead of its time. <laughs> it was pro- that probably put a lot of people off uh, on its initial sort of reviews from going to see it if they they knew mm-hmm. it was going to be as as disturbing as it was. That dog. Oh my god. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. 
I, and, and again, I can remember my very first viewing on VHS of me skittering backwards across the floor away from the telly when that happened. Um, what about sheer what terror. I, I was similar, but with the spider head. Oh, well, yeah. That, I thought that's quite amusing. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. That, that was, I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> when I first saw it, I was very tired. And it just, I was like, you know, right. your head's nodding. Interesting. I uh, opened up my head, my eyes and saw his head crawling towards me. Oh, nightmares. <laughs> it is nightmare feel. Interesting thing about Spiderhead. Uh, I don't know if you guys are uh, followers of uh, Mythbusters. Uh, Adam Savage oh, yeah. um, and his YouTube Adam channel Savage. Tested. Um, I love Adam Savage and all his work, but uh, he does so many videos at the moment with lockdown and COVID. Uh, he, it's like he's locked in his shop and he's got nothing to do. So he's always working <laughs> away in his little warehouse there. But he's got so many props and movie artifacts all around the place. And one of the things he has, which often appears on camera, is Spiderhead. And it's just oh, hanging hanging off the ceiling in his workshop. And it's just a sight to behold. Wouldn't you um, like a remote control one of those on Halloween? I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy to... <laughs> Do you know what? Give me two minutes, a shopping trolley, and access to Adam Savage's workshop, and I would have everything I need for the rest of my life. I would be so, so, so happy. Um, yeah. He's got some amazing props and things, but uh, but yeah, he's got a life-size um, spider head in there from from the thing. So uh, such a such a movie. I just love it's, everything it's, about it. It's such a good remake, right? <clears throat> that people yeah. think that's the first film. Uh, you know, yeah. It, yeah. You know what I mean? People, yeah. people don't realise it's based on another film. They think the thing that is the first film, and that that makes it stand out a lot of mm-hmm. how good it is. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, okay, so yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. But the thing from another world from the 1950s, um, it's less a shape shifting monster. It, it's actually a vegetable, but it's yeah, I know, terrifying. I think if they had the the nouns and the know how of how to do things, it would have been different. Oh. I'm sure they sure it would have been, but um, but, but the fact that it was like of the time, mm-hmm. it's frightening as hell. It's, <laughs> you know, for the time. Yeah. But it is frightening again, not just for the the gore and and things jumping out at you, but it, it's it's generally unnerving that you don't know who's um, who's nah. the thing. Literally, it, it could be any it's, one of them. It's, it's one of those amazing things where it's it's your own brain that's mm. messing with you, and that's clever. <laughs> so so that's the thing that's that's one of my favorite films of all time and the remake uh it, it, in itself it's a remake and it's currently had a sequel prequel which is also getting remade so there's there's lots of stuff going on with the thing and it gets quite confusing but mm. so moving on then what should we if we if we could basically talk to any hollywood producer or, or head honcho whatever the case may be um what would be their message? What would be the message to tell them about doing remakes? Do we want them? Remakes in general. Uh, Hollywood keeps remaking movies, so yeah, they've run out of ideas, haven't they? The script writers have run out of ideas. Yeah, but yeah. if they if they do do remakes, I mean, they even did a Star Is Born, which has been remade three times previously yes, as well. Have, although the latest one is actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But it, exactly. need, it needs to have a decent script. Mm-hmm. They need to look. They need to actually watch the original. Yeah. Uh, or, or read the original script. Mm-hmm. And if it's something like uh, War of the Worlds, going back to that, they have to read the books. 
not base it around what Steven Spielberg thinks. Okay, okay. And it's not just the classics that are getting done. I mean, look at Spider-Man and Batman, for example. How many oh, of those have Spider-Man. we had? Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's, and what is annoying about those films is that they keep going back to origin story, every yep. single one. There's, we know the origin. We know. just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so, again, this is something that they, they, they keep sort of... They, they don't like to use the term remake, do they, anymore? They like to reboot things. Reboot, yeah. He says doing bunny ears with his fingers. Re- it's rebooted. It's like a remake, um, because they've been rebooting John Carpenter's movies a long time now. And they can like, continue with like, this game. They have. And Big Trouble in Never China. They've done the, they've done the frog already. Yeah, well... Too much. And they're really yeah, it was awful. Movies. And, and, yeah, and yeah. Never, that's um, the thing. What's the other one? Halloween. Halloween Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. I'm sorry if any any fans of Rob, Rob Zombie, but I, I absolutely hated that movie. Um, the Rob Zombie Halloween is awful. It's terrible. They remade Nightmare on Elm Street, and why? Oh, Although why? I must admit, yeah. I did like it, but it it wasn't scary. It wasn't. No. It, it, it was, wasn't Robert Engle. It was. It was. It, it wasn't. Awful. It wasn't a. It wasn't a Friday the Thirteenth. No, it wasn't a Nightmare on Elm Street film, was it? No, I don't know what the hell it was. It was just someone else doing the whole Scary Freddy thing, and uh, it was um, Rorschach, wasn't it? The guy from Watchmen yeah. doing it. Um, and again, it, it, he was fine, but I just think you can't. You can't. Uh, that's that's like recasting Han Solo. Oh no, they've already done that. Oh, silly me. Um, <laughs> you got that for me. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some things you just yeah. shouldn't do. You know, uh, yeah. is it Bruce Willis who famously said, um, "Yeah, who are you going to cast in a Die Hard movie other than Bruce Willis?" Well, that's true. You, you, if you're going to make a film without Bruce Willis and call it Die Hard, then you might as well just call it something else and just make. It I'm going to say something very. I'm going to say something woke. Go on then. Well, woke us up. Come on. Well, the things that I really disagree with, right, is remaking for the sake of putting changing sex. That really bugs me. (laughs) You know? Give me an example. um, Examples. So, what's coming up? We've got Ocean... We've got Oceans, Oceans, Oceans Eight was re- basically remade. Oceans Eleven was remade with eight women. Mm. That was awful. Well, it and wasn't it's... great, but it, they did kind of establish that it was years afterwards okay. and from yeah. the original, you know, and that they're all dead or something. So the the new the new uh, RoboCop is going to be a woman. Really, I haven't heard that one. The last yeah. RoboCop remake failed miserably as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but but why why make why change it mm. up like that? There Sorry, was, Alex. Are you were trying to say something in the background there. No, You're very no. quiet. Oh yes, good shout. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's the perfect example. Although I must admit, I liked it. I, I haven't seen. <laughs> I did actually quite enjoy that. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Let's put it that way. Do you, do you think it's funny that the that the Ghostbusters 3 is actually coming out, isn't it? And yeah. they're calling it Ghostbusters 3 just to yeah. cancel that one out. God, what's happened to that? I saw that advertised right at the beginning of 
lockdown, I think, and nothing yeah. since. So that's probably yeah. died a death. But uh, well, there's a there's a Ghostbusters coming where it's their kids or grandkids or something. Yeah, and, an, then, the, and then and then after that, there's an official Ghostbusters three coming. I've lost track. Sorry. Okay, I thought they were one and the same. I thought Ghostbusters three had the um, the kids from Stranger Things in it. I may I may be wrong. Okay. I may be completely wrong, but, I, but that's how I thought it was. Okay. Well, even so, <laughs> we don't have to remake yeah. a film just to change sex, if you like. I mean, I know the new but it, but upcoming. It, happens, but it, it happens, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a big thing, but it does happen occasionally. I know in um, yeah. Dennis uh, Dennyville News upcoming Dune, uh, the character of Liet Kynes um, has been. Uh, you know, originally played in the David Lynch version by Max von Sydow, has been changed to a lady now. Okay, not a major well, issue, it, but you know. I, know, I know Alec hasn't seen it, but we got Starbuck as well, haven't we? But that sort of worked. That did work. Yeah, the new Battlestar Galactica remake. Sorry, Alex, I know you haven't seen it yet. Um, it's phenomenal. It's it that works so so well, and, and I was also it's, having I a conversation it's... with a friend of mine recently about this, and he he's 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 watched something like two hours of the pilot and refuses mm-hmm. to watch any more because it's really? not because it's not Starbuck it's not the 1970s anymore and uh, and it's quite steadfast so if you're listening Taz sorry mate but uh, you're wrong on this one well, big, big I would amount. I would actually say that the remake of Battlestar Galactica is one of those moments where a TV series is actually better than the original. It has outshone the original by a long shot. I Without mean, a doubt. Apart, 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 apart from the last episode. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no spoilers. No spoilers, boys. I didn't I say anything. Okay, okay. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, no, the original seventies um, one and eighties um, was fine. I think the only thing that put me off that that particular era was the flying motorcycles in that movie they made, which was just atrocious. Uh, did you uh, see the one where they it was chips were in it as well, weren't they? Oh god! Oh yes, that's what I, I think. At that point, the license was out the window, so they just mm. just went crazy. Yeah. Um, but they did that with Beastmaster as well. The third Beastmaster movie, I think, was absolutely yeah. dire. Um, that just R.I.P. Roberts. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, Tanya Roberts. Never mind. Bloody shame that. Anyway, before we get too miserable and uh, end up walking too far down memory lane, let's call it quits on this first and probably only episode, you never know, uh, of our <laughs> fanboys podcast. Um, I just what, want to say one thing. Yeah. Another good remake of the thing in a strange sort of way is the X Files episode Ice. Okay. You and your blooming X Files <laughs> working at TNT. All you used to hear is Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. And then get- <laughs> yeah, and I won't. Uh, let, yeah, I won't mention names, but let's not go too far down that one. But um, <laughs> we talk about the that was great. Which one? Sorry, Alex, you broke up there. The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. <gasps> oh, do you know that what? An amazing remake. That was. That was spanking. That was so yeah. good. It defi- uh, we could actually probably just have our own episode talking about um, Evil Dead. Um, uh, the entire yeah. Evil Dead uh, movie series, TV series, and the remake. Let's do it. And the Let's future. And the games. We could talk Let's, about Let's Evil Dead it. forever. Let's okay. do it. Let's have an episode of that. We'll start drawing up lists and see what we want. Yeah. And, and if anyone 
does actually uh, end up listening to this and, and wants to hear us gushing over something um, sci-fi, horror-related, video game-related, uh, then by all means, uh, drop us a line and, and we'll see what we can do. Hail but... my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Shove that boomstick somewhere if you're not careful. <laughs> Lovely boys, thank you very much for uh, indulging me and uh, I look forward hopefully to to doing another one if not just getting together on a uh, a chat call conference call thing and just talking crap for an hour, so yeah, wonderful yeah, (laughs) oh god not again, I don't think I can put up with it All right, we'll see you. Uh, we'll, we'll arrange another one, and hopefully, we'll have another another episode up in a month, maybe a month, yeah. maybe two weeks. We'll see what happens, but we'll check schedules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks again, guys. I'm going to watch the thing now. You're going to watch the thing. I'm going to go and finish playing Ghosts of Tsushima. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> GTA, <laughs> Alex. Bye, Paul. Bye, Alex. Bye, 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 guys. <laughs>